And we are live. Hello, friends. Welcome back to another episode of the Giggle Bites. I am your host, Coos. Joining me tonight is Moen. It's good to be here. And Johnny. Second night in a row, brother. Second night in a row. Yeah, let's go. We're get, we're we're pushing these numbers. Um, so, friends, listening right now, we're, I'm going to cut straight to the chase. We are here tonight to talk about the current political state of uh, the United Kingdom and all the goings on that's happened. Um, just just enunciated by um, what's happened over the last forty eight hours. Uh, or even even as as recently as the last twenty four hours, um, shits hit the fan, so to speak. Uh, there's been um, a mass resignation in the Conservative Party, um, and Boris Johnson's position as Prime Minister is hanging in the balance. Is threatened by this current state, um, and that's kind of the kicker. And that's where I'm going to lead things off. So, Moen, do you want to kind of give us a bit more of a rundown of what's been going on? Yeah, so it's all gone to shit, basically. <laughs> to put it in a That's one way of putting it, yeah. It's all gone to shit. So, what we have seen, witnessed even, it, it's always, it's really difficult to do this, especially if you're emotionally invested in something. I found it very difficult to do this through the pandemic because my dad said to me through the pandemic, what we're actually witnessing right now we're experiencing something that will probably be taught in school. We're living through a, 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 a or a, an, a, we're living through an, fucking hell, help. We're living through a historical event. Is that correct? Is that the Queen's English? We are, li- yeah, we're, we're living through a, through a period of history that will be discussed in the future as, yeah, as quite, a, quite a poignant moment in time. Yeah, so that was basically what the old man was trying to say to me and I was more fucking, you know, going along the lines of I'm panicking out my arse. (laughs) I can't really see it that way, but I get what you mean. But it did stay with me a little bit because um, where we live locally, um, if you guys know where the crossroads is without giving away too much, um, we had our um, test uh, track and test trace centre thing. Uh, it was built on a car park. Track and trace, yeah. Oh, no, it wasn't yeah. even that. It was just a testing centre for uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. for COVID testing, yeah. That's now gone. So I took a picture of it before it disappeared because I thought that's a bit of fucking history. I've also felt, I can't do this safely at the minute about crashing the car, but I also felt the same about driving round um, a roundabout that leads onto the dual carriageway, so you see what I'm talking about. There were signs there for the vaccination centre. You could follow those signs and go to the vaccination centre. Again, that's a little bit of history. I've, I've, I've kept some cards and stuff, like your little vaccination cards, all of that kind of shit. I've kept that too. So I did try and appreciate that I was living through a little bit of history. Now, when it comes to what's happening with the government, we are, I, I believe we are doing the exact same thing again. Kushi was saying to me the other day, you know, we may be witnessing the absolute collapse of our government, which I don't think has ever happened. Um, the, I mean, so- there's, there's been attempts to overthrow the government, uh, you know. One 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 very prominent moment in history. Uh if anyone can remember. Remember, remember. Ah, God fucks. Right. So so that was a very a very prominent uh moment in history when it came to um an attack on Parliament. Um I wouldn't say necessarily because because this is um the unraveling brought on by oneself. Uh, so to speak, 
um that it that it's that it's not quite necessarily running the same blood um but yeah you know this is a real a real head scratcher and and that's that's like you know what what i'm trying to do now in a way is i'm I'm more so than being pissed off with what's going on because don't believe me i'm i'm fucking furious man and we'll get into all these reasons why in a second but i'm trying to view this as more of a historical event because it, it, it's just incredible that this sitting government has just absolutely collapsed on itself by you know i wouldn't even say it's fair to say by the actions of one man it's been the actions of, of many it's been over the course of a period of time distrust that has built up um, nationally um you know people acting without any kind of fucking integrity and even worse than that and this is this is what's annoyed me the most is people who are acting that way expecting the public to just fucking get on with it nothing you can do get on with it and i think that's been the most offensive part of the whole thing where it's like you know these people are in the fucking spotlight they are meant to be role models in, in the political landscape they're meant to be people we can look up to and trust and when they start to act in certain ways um you know we we spoke about before we went live party gate just as a reference when people act in certain ways and then expect nothing to happen to them or or not even that really they expect to be treated differently than the rest of us that's where it really starts to tick me off and that's that's just not even a government thing that's like anything just in in, in the general world you know in in, in a workplace socially as soon as people start to act like they're, like they're, they're almost untouchable i think that's a really really bad nasty toxic trait and at the moment you know that's what for me personally you know we're all going to talk generally tonight but that's one of the main reasons i'm really trying not to to connect with this more emotionally than i already have um it's a historical event that's happening it's the collapse of the government as we know it my personal opinion this whole fucking thing's been a bit of a shambles you know like we, we we're not bashing people on this chat but all this fucking debate but you know you, you look at the track record that's happened here we had we had david cameron who who entered the equation um he left when uh, we voted to go out of the eu then we had theresa may and you know she she did what she did and then did we have boris johnson after theresa may was there someone in between i think it's boris johnson wasn't it after theresa may if there was someone in between i fucking forgot who it was um and and then we've had boris johnson and now this has happened so like you know it's it's it's, it's actually if you take away it, it was theresa may by the way david cameron was before theresa may and then it was boris johnson yeah, yeah, for yeah. the last three years so if anything you know something i'm really fucking annoyed about is how this makes us look on the on the world stage we look fucking on the geo stupid. geopolitical on a geopolitical scale we look like idiots literally like absolute idiots like you know what is happening how could you be respected anywhere at the minute and that's why i personally have got a real problem with the whole way this whole thing's being ran now let's not get it twisted anyone from any political party can be a bellend you know that's that is not fucking given to any certain corner of the room 
any person who, who, who is in politics has the potential because with politics becomes power and influence. Anyone can have the potential to be an absolute prick. But it is really, really annoying and embarrassing when almost this whole fucking run has just been ridiculous. It's been stupid. And a lot of the time, I've actually been sat there. I don't know how you two feel about this, but I've been like, is someone fucking scripting this? <laughs> is, is, is this being... Because if it is, it needs to be on Netflix. It, you know often, I mean? it often surprises me at the... the, the it, it, I, I am... I, yeah, I am left in genuine disbelief at, at, at some of the... It's not even just the actions. It's just the, the articles that come out. And I'm like, I cannot believe I'm reading this about the political leaders slash party who are running the country can we can we also just take a second to to appreciate boris johnson's full name it's alexander boris de Feffel johnson who de Feffel? de Feffel. that is not a name i've heard before so it's not his name isn't even boris johnson it's alex johnson alex <laughs> boris de Feffel johnson which <laughs> is just yeah but i'm not defending the man believe me i'm not yeah, me well, either. I do know, I do know that when you have a family name that's passed down through generations, you get called by your second name. So right. Maybe his dad was called Alex, and his so, granddad was so called he's, Alex. So he's uh, fucking great granddad. He's Alexander the Tenth or whatever. Yes, and in that case, it seems to be with things like that, you refer to yourself by your second name. Um, I forget. I have a fucking second name sometimes. I can't okay, well, really it, use it. Well, it looks like his his dad's name was Stanley Johnson. So and that blows that out of the water then. And uh, <laughs> uh, uh, <laughs> and his his mom uh, was Charlotte Johnson Wall. Uh, born Charlotte Charlotte Offlo Fawcett. Okay, so I don't know where he got Defeffel. I've never heard that name before. I I'm, really I'm defefilitly confused. Um, <laughs> anyway, continue, please. Yeah, so, you know, before I just start rambling on about how fucking furious I am with all of this, because it's making all of us look stupid, because I'm just going to put it out there. Yeah, we live in England. I get that. But to me, we live on Earth in space. So I'm not even going to get into this. But we live on Earth in space. Do you know what I mean? Territorial shit, I get, come from our ancestry, whatever. But if to me, we live on Earth, and England is a place on Earth. However, you know, I, I am proud of my country uh, in, in a non-dickhead way, just because I live in fucking England, and it's, you know, I love our football team, and I love a lot of stuff about our country. I hate the way this is making us look. I hate the way this is making us look to other people. They must be looking at us, dog. We're a quick snack at the minute. Do you know what I mean? If, if you was a fucking wolf, we look like the weakest of sheep. And I'm not good in sheep down either because sheep are awesome. But just in the context of, you know, we look fucking a little bit vulnerable right now. Do you know what I mean? And unfortunately, sometimes, you know, predators, they, they wait until the prey's weak to make a move. This is not making us look good at all. And it needs to get sorted out fucking ASAP. And one, one more thing that's infuriating me is I can't believe that this guy is still in power. And I'm, you know, like, I'm, I'm not, I haven't got a vendetta against Boris. I don't fucking hate the bloke. Uh, I just don't really agree with him at all. Um, in, in many Yeah, I don't ways. hate him, but just everything he stands for and everything <laughs> he does and says, I am against. I am starkly against. 
Yeah, no, I think you have to be though. I think if you can defend him with what's going on right now, then fair play to you. But yeah, you've got a lot I'm, of fucking nerve. I'm just really amazed that the guy hasn't stepped down. Like it's time to fucking step down. Be integral. If you can't run the ship anymore, step the fuck away from it before you sink it. Do you know what I mean? He could step away and someone else could step in. Because at this moment in time, literally anyone is better for the fucking job. Because his whole party is leaving. People are resigning. They are resigning. They're going back to what you mentioned, Coos, about the committee. Well, it speaks, vo it speaks volumes. It speaks volumes to say when even, even two of your most senior uh, chair people are, are uh, have left, right? <laughs> left, right? Uh, have have left because uh, they have no they have no faith in your leadership. That speaks volumes as to what you do, right? Uh, and how you've acted and 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 the things that you've said and done. Um, and then to follow with, I think the number that that we heard earlier uh after doing some research the, the total of of resignations was 32 from that party or or from you know the front bench uh i don't know how many have left the party completely um so i'm not gonna guess on that um but I'm we know i tell you the number okay so 37 yeah have uh, as a, as of recording right now 37 um mps have left <clears throat> right there's another six that are undeclared at the moment. Okay. And there's a lot of people that have stayed. Um, uh, who would have stayed? So Dominic Robb, he's staying. Um, Pretty Patel, I think she was last time I checked. Yeah, Michael Gove. All of these, like, like the bigger names that we've heard, um, Jacob Rees-Mogg, all of those are staying. Um, of course, Jason, Jacob Rees-Mogg is. Jesus. I'm not even going to get into how I feel about him, but, you know, continue. It's just, uh, it, the time, at the time of um, Boris coming into power, he was, uh, I, I believe he was the best of a bad bunch. Um, and look what's turned, you know, look what's happened now. Um, he's got, you know, he's lost all the confidence of the House of Commons. All of his MPs and number of cabinet ministers have literally said, it's time for you to, like, basically be a man, do the decent thing and leave. Like, have a bit of self, do you know what I mean? Like, have a bit of self-respect for yourself, man. Well, this, this guy has promised us things that have just not happened. And he's, he's like, downright lied to us. Um, that's the bit that seems to be his running trend right he 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 lies about what he's a what he's doing what he knows about um and and you know like th so that was that was the big thing right that was the big thing that was the caveat for a lot of people to turn away from him was because he employed someone and i i'm finding it now I'm yeah find it. find the name because i should i should have recorded this um name down before i started uh so find out who that guy was and i'll get chris into Pinchers. chris yeah so so he, he boris johnson employed him or, or sorry promoted him i should say knowing full well that this man had um sexual assault charges 
ongoing uh, no sorry sexual assault allegations um currently right there, there, it was it was happening at the time um and boris johnson wow. knew that uh, because you know he'd released he'd, he'd got multiple people official spokespeople for him for boris johnson to say that he knew nothing about it right and then he said oh no actually i i, I forgot i'm really sorry i forgot that 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 was going on either way it's not good enough it's not good enough he should know these things when he's promoting these people to important positions in power a lot of p's in that sentence um you know that like what the hell what the fuck let, 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 let's get into this properly i mean the the running um article headlines at the moment Boris Johnson knew of reports about disgraced MP Chris Pincher's conduct when he made him government whip number 10 confirms. So, what, so they've confirmed says, now. They've confirmed now. Number 10 have confirmed that he knew when he blatantly lied on national television saying that he didn't know. And, and, and this, this again is, if you take away the emotion, because it's infuriating, it's scary. My God, it's, it's infuriating. It's fucking scary because where is the integrity to build trust with the nation? And, there isn't you know, any. He's thrown that I, in the bin. And, and I'll tell you what it's scary for because it's, it's, it's the collective mindset of, of where this is going. You've got a nation that has been through real trauma. And what I mean by that is we went through a pandemic and my nan who lived through the Second World War, who still remembers the fucking German bombers coming over where we live to go and bomb big cities. She remembers that, and she said to me, Matt, this is worse than the war, because in the war, at least we could see each other. We, we, we could rally each other. We could be with each other. We could support each other. The pandemic, it was no. You've got to stay in your fucking house. You've got to stop seeing your loved ones, because there's a real fucking chance. If you took the news seriously, there's a real chance that this fucking virus could hurt you. And and even if you didn't take it seriously for yourself, there's a real chance that you could give it to someone and it could be very detrimental to them. So, you know, I've got no shame in saying this. I took that shit real seriously because it really fucking affected me. I really struggled through the pandemic. It fucking messed me up. And there's people out there that took it that seriously that awful things happened to loved ones and I couldn't be with them because of the lockdown laws because of the rules that were coming out. And then you've got people in power who are making these fucking laws and not following them. And then when it came to light, not fucking admitting to them and just blatantly not caring about how it's making the rest of us fucking feel. Until they the Until. reports came out and they were like, oh, okay, fair enough, caught with, caught with our pants down. Oh, wow 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 i cannot get my head around that i can't i really can't we'll come back and visit that in a second but to finish what i was saying and now you've got someone who is aware of sexual allegations against a person and, and promoting them to a fucking high position of power what the fuck is going on literally how can you make choices like that and i can't prove this but that sounds to me like it's benefiting something and you can't have that kind of fucking tendencies in in any kind of competent leadership you can't be like yeah do you know what i know and I, i'm I, and remember this is allegations right the guy hasn't been 
fucking charged with anything or found guilty. So I'm not actually referring to this bloke when I say this because it's not my place to come on fucking online and talk about people that are not fucking villains. But that's literally like, he's a guy and knows a bit of a cunt. But you know what? Fuck it. <laughs> Give him the job. Why? Why are you making that decision for? Because you like him? Because now, now you're not fucking acting competent. That's unfair. That's now you support, you're supporting someone who is clearly... Um, a bad a person, a terrible major person. Issues. Yeah, major fucking issues. Ooh. To the point of where he has allegations against him, right? That 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 is a very serious thing to have against you, right? The S, the S is serious. It's not an allegation. It's allegations. Oh yeah, so plural. The thing, the thing that's worrying here is either. There's a, there's a hidden motive behind it that no one's ever going to be able to prove. Or what's even scarier is, I, I just don't fucking care. <laughs> I don't fucking care what the bloke's done. That's well, he not doesn't care to because he, he came out, and I'm pretty sure this is... I'm actually going to quote this, so let me find out where I've read this. Yeah, get the, uh, get the actual quote, and then we will... So it says, he also, he being Boris, also did not deny jokingly referring to the MP as... Pincher by name, pincher by nature. So wow. Wow. It just it gets out, better. This is but, the point. So he's he said this, right, jokingly. He didn't, didn't, he hasn't denied this. And yesterday he came out in a video and said um, that he made a bad mistake by not acting on it in 2019 when the complaint came through. He kind of brushed it off. He, you know, he brushed it off to one side and says... Uh, you know, pinch by name, pinch by nature. Like, it's, so, so hang on, it's, it's what you're saying. You know that what he's done is true, then, because surely, as the prime minister, you go, you would either write that off straight away, or you go, no comment, and you have to get this resolved instantly. To me, he's almost as you say, yeah, we know what he's like. He's a bit of a one to watch. Do you know what I mean? And that like, makes me sick to my fucking stomach. Yeah, and like. Um, you know, c come on! Oh, I'm not. I can't. I cannot, and will not get into the things that I want to say about that man. Well, look at it this way, right? That says one thing to me. I can make any decision I fucking want, and I will not be held accountable by anyone because I just don't fucking believe that I should be. That is a very dangerous trait for any any leader to have a lot of successful people may become successful because of that reason but when you're in charge of the fucking country and running it and you're our fucking global poster all over the world and people are looking when they when you think of england you're gonna think of boris because he's the person that's in charge of the country at the fucking time he's he's the sitting prime minister when you literally are just like oh yeah do you know what i, I did know about that i probably should have acted on it but it's all good not, he's not, just not, hiding not. behind a veil of fucking nepotism, Doesn't right? Care. He's protecting his though. friends and getting his friends up there. Like we saw this, we saw this during the pandemic, right? When yeah. um, there was uh, contracts given out to suppliers um, for friends of the politicians. There wasn't any bidding. Yeah, right. And that's nepotism, right? That's that's because because a lot Brodism. of people. So yeah, well that as well, yeah, because they're all yeah, fucking yeah. So so the the definition of nepotism, right, is like friends and family. Yes. So so we can see that we we can see we've seen it so much 
especially with Boris Johnson, right? And and it because it, it I mean it's been a thing, and it will always be a thing in politics. But like it's been so prevalent in his in his term that he served that it's almost it's almost. I mean, at this point, it's not even surprising anymore because it's like well you're at the point where you're just like well what's he going to do next and you're kind of you're kind of less shocked as the time goes on because the more the more bad things he does it's just like oh well it's just boris just doing it doing whatever he does normally he's just a but fucking idiot yeah he, he had a really bad track record with these fucking comments so i'm not actually going to say a few of them that come to mind because they're that offensive and i don't want to associate it with our podcast but you've only got to go on google to fucking look at this stuff i know well, yeah i know what you're referring to yeah i've got breaking news Red Wall MP Jacob Young resigns as PPS. <laughs> so oh that's my parliamentary God. private secretary He's just resigned. Wow. And so I... that's that's nearly oh 40. Oh my people. God. In fact, I'd say that's over 40 people. And by Friday, there will be over 50 people. And I genuinely believe by Friday that will be the last that will be the last string for Boris. It's going to be interesting because, oh, oh, something that um, I got told today, actually, um, the Queen was seen going back to Windsor. And that, that interesting. that's really important because that's where the Queen goes to make a lot of big decisions. And it could be where the Queen goes. I mean, I, I remember this kind of from school, but this is old school shit, man. And I'm not savvy with this. I believe that the Queen has the power to, to remove a Prime Minister. I mean, don't quote we're, we're not going to quote that but like well i remember when i was at school the whole reason parliament was made was so that it could be run by a collective of people and i wanted to move away from the whole sovereignty thing where it was a king or queen that ran everything and made all of the decisions but when that how that's why people you know talk about the queen sometimes and the royal family is monarchs and stuff and what's the point of them because they just sit there yeah but I so do she does she okay so queen elizabeth ii power. she does have the power to sack the prime minister yeah yeah she retired she hasn't got the power to to dissolve the government i don't think i don't think that's even possible but i knew i knew that she's from when i was at school that she retained i say she because it's, it's a queen right now but the person in power retained some aspect of decision making where i could influence what was going on should the need ever come to it can someone google for me quickly while i'm speaking has a queen ever dismissed a prime minister before? Because I, I, to, in my knowledge, I haven't heard of that ever happening since Parliament began. So doesn't doesn't look happens, like it. Uh, no, she is not dismissed. Yeah. Uh, that will be a tragic fucking thing if that happens, just for the way our country even looks. You know what I mean? That that, that will be a historical event. Yeah. Uh, the, yeah. The, yeah the doesn't look like it. Is, though, that the person that told me this today. Um, you know, saw it on the news that the Queen's been seen at Windsor. It could be that there's that much shit going on that she needs to help Boris reform his fucking, you know, his, his inner circle um, because it's collapsing so quickly. So we can't say for certain that that's what's going to happen. But it's very interesting that the Queen has gone back to Windsor and all this is happening. I, I think by the weekend, he, he's going to have to step down um, just to keep some kind of integrity. Surely it will not require the Queen to get involved for that to happen. Yeah. Or, okay. or if we go off what we've seen him do, just just from you know, I'm I'm not talking about Boris as a person. I don't know him. I'm talking about him as the prime minister of our country. If we go off what we've seen him do recently, he will not stop. He will just continue to go in a straight fucking line. Because how many times should he have acted, and he and he just didn't. So I, I won't be surprised if he doesn't fucking leave. 
And okay. another thing, yeah. I don't know who a lot of these people are that have been that, that are replacing the people that are leaving. I've never even heard of some of them. Yeah, you know so I mean? so this so, is the this is an interesting on? thing. So uh, this was announced seven minutes ago on the Guardian. Just to reiterate the point um, that we are doing this live, it is Wednesday, the sixth of July, twenty twenty two. If you're listening in the future, uh, so all this news that you may be hearing uh, now could be you know old hat or whatever. Um, but this this statement came through seven minutes ago. Um, Johnson determined to fight on and planning an economic announcement with the Zahawi tomorrow. Um, so Nadim Zahawi, if I'm saying that right, I apologize if I'm not, um, the new chancellor is the new chancellor, right? Um, so there's an economic announcement going to come out tomorrow or they're planning, they're planning one by the looks of things, Boris Johnson and, and, uh, Nadim Zahawi. So we'll see. So obviously, I mean, obviously he wants to stay in power because as a prime minister you'd want to right but but it is about it is about the point where you know you could you can hang your head in shame and just walk out the door and then you know leave when you've leave when you've dug yourself a deep enough hole do you know what i mean you don't have to keep going well, well, well what kind he of, had of, oh, of confidence wasn't it so when theresa may um was in power she had a vote of no confidence against her which was uh, around the 10 percent less it was less than 35 percent right yeah i, I want to say it was 33 percent. i'm not going to say that's 100 percent correct i believe it was 33 percent, but i could be wrong um and she did the right thing and she went yep i've made mistakes hold my hands up and i move on she still sits on the benches and she still talks in the houses of parliament she's still there talking she'll talk to boris and people have gone, well, she walked away. She did the right thing. And fair play. She walked away and that was it. Done and dusted. We got the best the, the best of a bad bunch then came in. The fact that Boris Johnson has had over 40% people at the time when that happened said, yeah, we have no confidence in him. And he sat there and thought, basically, well, I'm actually Prime Minister, so it doesn't really matter what you think. I'm going to stay. And then now another 40 people have left. Those forty people who are in his like it's his conservative party. These aren't just random MPs. These are people that believed in everything that he said. Every single thing that he said, they were like, Yep, we are with you one hundred percent of the way. I wouldn't be surprised if they have to swear by something and have to stick by his side through thick and thin. Because I'm pretty sure in fact, bear with me two seconds, the um Jacob Young who was the MP, the Red Wall MP. Um, he was the Parliamentary Private Secretary. He says, I have agonised throughout today. I have supported the Prime Minister through thick and thin. It's because of my loyalty to him that I urge him to now step aside and allow the country to move forward. That's yeah. the PPS. This isn't, just some, this isn't just some random MP. This is someone that will, you know, swear to him that he will do everything he can to help him. And he's just gone. He, he's just not doing it. He's just not doing it anymore. This is why I think he he needs to do the right thing. Like Moen said, have a bit of integrity about yourself, whatever that is that you've got left, because I'd hand on heart say that there is a lot of the population of this country that will go, you need to go. Well, And I'm not, I'm not the only person that says that. I know I'm not. 
just, just running off the back of that, Johnny, I've actually got the figures um, from the last um, from free no confidence votes. You were extremely close with your percentage, mate. Uh, Margaret Thatcher in 1990 received a vote of no confidence of 41%. 4% um, didn't vote. Uh, Theresa May in 2018 received a, a vote of no confidence of 37%. So you were real fucking close, Margie. 63% voted her in confidence and she still left. And Boris Johnson in June 2022 had a vote of no confidence of 41% and he is not left. And that is 4% more than what Theresa May received and she actually dipped when that happened. So that just goes to show that, you know, this is the biggest vote of no confidence from the graph I've got in front of me since Margaret Thatcher. Um, so what what from this then, from today, let's say from the last 24 hours, what happens now going forward? Do we need another vote of no confidence? Do we need a snap election? I don't know. Like I, I know what I would prefer to do. And What's I, a snap election? A uh, snap election, without me googling it, is um, if something like this was to happen, they you can obviously we have election periodically don't we it would trigger uh, an early election is essentially yeah it's, it's yeah it's, it's essentially an earlier election where early erection <laughs> is that what i said nearly <laughs> i'd probably get one if he left um <laughs> but um no i think a snap election is yeah as ku said it's just it just triggers an early election um which is obviously then when he can uh well if he was voted out he'd have to go but I I'm not going to talk about elections because I have my opinions of them. Uh, yeah, but yeah, I, I, where do we go from here? So I know I know where we should start to um, go from here in regards to the conversation we're having. So, if things were in a normal climate, this would be pretty fucking bad. But we're not in a normal climate. We've came. We've came from the back of a pandemic. And um, boys, can you two carry on for me? Because just to throw some mystery on the podcast, someone's rang my doorbell and we're not expecting anyone. So I'll be back boys. very shortly. Okie dokie. Yeah. I'm um, just kind of trawling through uh, The Guardian's uh, most recent thing. Uh, John Christ has... Uh, has a take on uh i'm back i'm back oh there we go can can i continue what i was saying or of course should we back absolutely you sure <laughs> right i'm 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 calling the vote no confidence uh johnny how do you feel <laughs> how do you feel about that carrying on well you know i've stuck through him through thick and thin <laughs> and, uh, you know what fuck it i'm gonna carry on can't vote me out all oh, right then so no it's trivial it's moan johnson so don't you dare <laughs> Don't you dare. So basically what so I was saying. Worse, bro. So <laughs> what 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 I was saying, what I was saying is and what it comes down to is if we was in a normal climate, this wouldn't this would be fucking terrible still. But we're not in a normal climate. We are post pandemic, right? So everyone is real fucking they've they've suffered trauma. Everyone's feeling a certain way. 
I certainly don't feel fucking safe. Yeah, I'm not going to get into the pandemic, but I, but you know, like I'm doing normal things again to a point. But there's still a bit of me that's like, you know, I actually read a really interesting article today on LinkedIn where it's like, when you are put in survival mode, it's very difficult to come away from that. Just be like, yeah, do you know what? We're back to square one. It's all fucking good. Some people don't work that way. So I mean, we're post-pandemic, right? Everyone's stressed out to fuck already. You've got the cost of living, which is increasing. Now, a question that I wanted to ask you both tonight, and I'll ask this now, I think it'd be a good little detour while we're talking about this subject, is where is the first place that you felt the cost of living actually affect you. For me, I went and put petrol in the car the other day and I stuck 20 quid in. Don't really do a lot of miles. 20 pound will last me usually a week because I'm a remote worker. I don't have to travel to the office right now. Um, I, I, I put, no, I put 10 pound in because I was only going around the fucking corner to go and do something. And I thought, you know what? I'm not going to fill the car up right now. I'll stick a tenner in. I'll be cheap. I will fill it up next week when I've got more errands to run. I'll shit you not. I'll put £10 in my car and that would have gave me a quarter of a tank because the people out there are listening, I've got a 1-1. It's only a little fucking car, something special. It didn't move the dial. And then I drove to where I was going and when I came back, it told me I needed to fill up again. I was horrified. I put £20 in or 25 quid in. That would have gave me half a fucking tank. My car to fill to the top costs around £49 to £53. £25 gave me a quarter of a fucking tank. So I'm like, or just over a quarter. So I think my car now to fill to the top has gone from being 50 to like fucking 80. That has actually horrified me. Because I'm just like, what the fuck is happening? I'm speaking to the missus. She's saying we need to put the money that we're, that we're fucking spending a month on food because everything's getting more expensive. I'm like, yeah, of course, you know, we've got to fucking do what we've got to do. But it's really starting to hit home now. And at the moment, I'm on a fixed tariff for my gas and electricity. So they can't charge me more than what I'm fucking paying. And I'm already paying 180 fucking pound a month for my gas and electric, which is madness. When, when I remember what I started on. You know what I fucking mean? So for me, I'm really feeling the cost of fucking living. And then we've got incompetent leaders in positions of power that have huge influence over what we're fucking doing. Something, I'm on a rant now, boys. Give me two seconds and I'll shut up. Something that's annoyed me. Something that really fucking annoyed me. I don't know how you guys felt about this. When we was going through the pandemic, right? Everyone remember the whole fucking incident that happened where, where food started fucking um, being panic bought. And you couldn't buy a fucking toilet roll anywhere. Yeah. And everything just started getting, getting bought. That was a global thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, I, I remember that happening, yeah. And I'm like, why are we all stood outside in a fucking line and you've got to wait to go in? You've got to wait to get in, right? Why are we all stood outside in a fucking line? But yet, things aren't being rationed. What, 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 what the fuck is going on? And it's almost as though they want the supermarkets to sell out because look at the fucking turning profit they're fucking getting at the moment. Because there's money to be made in people's misery and fucking panic, yeah? Because of tax. So, yeah, bro. So, literally, it's like, oh, do you know what? The country's in crisis. Fuck it. What can we rip out of them? What can we rip out of them? And do you know who that affected? Do you know who that fucking affected the most? The vulnerable. The people that couldn't get to the fucking shops on time. The, the old working class. Couldn't get there. Anyone, the yeah. The working class. Yeah. Any, anyone that was negatively impacted by that. Do you think they fucking cared? And do you know who came to the rescue? Where we live. 
the local fucking tattoo shop because they put out do you know what they did if, if your family members can't get to a shop and you can't get to them we've bought care packages tell us where they are we won't even fucking charge you for it we're going to drop them off for free and i've got no shame in saying that if things were that hard to get i'll grab one of them for my nan do you know what i mean so that that those it was the community that started coming together in a time where you're meant to be staying away from each other so what does that piss me off for because as we move into the winter and gas prices are going through the fucking roof. Who's it going to affect? The most vulnerable, the elderly, the people that have got to make a choice. What do I do? This do, do I fucking spend my money on food, or do I spend my money on keeping my fucking house warm? Heat versus heat. And then you've got people in power who say stupid fucking things. Like, oh, do you know what? Just work more hours. Yeah, <laughs> get, get a, a better job. paying job. job. What's wrong with go out there and get a better fucking job? Oh my days that then, is quite frankly the most offensive thing incredible that anyone could be told ever it's like it's incredible you can't then, afford then, to it, it i always i always quote this thing because it, it it kind of is just relevant to that it's like if you're homeless just buy a house right <laughs> there was that video of that girl that said that if you're homeless just buy a house and it's like how naive do you have to be to think that it is just as a matter of like you can just boom click my fingers right i've got a better paying job now no problem even then right you look at the way the tax bracket works you earn over a certain amount and then you start earning less because of the amount of tax that you pay yeah you don't yeah. see any benefit to earning more money because you're paying more in tax and earning less overall right. just to interject the fuck really is wrong with that, that? Point, bruv i learned that at car phone warehouse because I was doing all this overtime and I was like, I'm barely picking up what I'd be getting. Yeah. Like, I was like, how am I going to work X amount of fucking days? And then I'm literally picking up, what, a hundred pound more that I bought? I'm not fucking working overtime. Yeah. What's the point in working overtime? Because I'm, where's my money going? I couldn't believe how much I was getting taxed when I was doing that. So where's the incentive to fucking bump up the ladder and get a pay rise when actually there's people out there that if they got that pay rise, they'd be worse off than exactly. they are right now. Yeah. But carry on, Coo. Sorry, I just you just you refreshed the memory in my head. Well, uh, I'll tell you who does need another job. Go on. Go on. Boris Johnson. <laughs> well, he's just sacked Michael Gough. You are kidding me. What does, literally... what does this mean? So Michael Gove was the levelling up housing and community secretary. Wow, like he's, he's, a big, he's a big name. He is in in the in the House of Commons. And so where have you where have you seen Bojo that? Bojo has just sacked him. Where did Hang you on. where have you seen that? Before before Johnny answers that, there's people out there that are going to be listening that aren't going to be clued up to how the government works in the UK. Let's pretend this is a football team, right? And fucking Boris Johnson is the key player in a football team with famous footballers. Who's this person? The same level of that's just been sacked. Oh, bro. Uh, I mean, that's thrown some. That's thrown me in a bit of a like. Think, think if you had an all-star team and you could have any name you wanted to play in any position. Because I know you two love football. Like, what, what kind of person are we talking about? Are we talking about a Daniel really Beckham, a Paul Scholes, a fucking hard to say? To be honest, it's dude, really hard to say. Yeah, it's like he's a name that you'll see pop up in. He's almost like you'll recognize his face. Okay, okay, yeah. okay. Like, he's a name that pops up quite a lot. Um, he's relevant, if he's you watch the name. Important, then. Yeah. Well, he was. 
<laughs> yeah. Did you say, did you say what's, what he's been sacked for? I think that's what Koos asked before I talked to uh, Um Well, it says here, four hours ago, Michael Gove unhappy with Boris Johnson staying as Prime Minister. So <laughs> he's kind of gone, well, if you're not happy with me, then see you later. Yeah. He, he, the Boris Johnson is thinning out his cabinet right very, very quickly. And the problem is, it's not going to be long before he goes. So this is a quote from uh, Chris Mason at the BBC has has uh, said that a number, number 10 source has told him, you cannot have a snake who is not with you on any of the big arguments who then gleefully briefs the press that he has called for the leader to go. You cannot operate like that. Uh, God. Yeah, but you can't exactly do anything when you don't have anyone behind you. So... This, this just reiterates the point to me that this guy's he's got no intention of stepping down at all. He's oh, got, bro, he's made that very clear. Yeah. I mean, if if it, if it wasn't such a fucking shitstorm and made me feel the way it feels, it's almost quite fucking remarkable the way he's reacting to this. He's not quitting, but unfortunately, it's at our fucking expense. Do you know what I mean? It's not even like, oh, yeah, you know, fair play, Boris, you're swinging the punches. Like, fucking go away, bro. It's your time to leave. You need to leave, man. Yeah. Is the, I, I'm not a political expert by any means, but, you know, I'll know when if you carry on fucking siding the ship, you're probably going to crash into a fucking rock and sink the thing. You need to step the fuck down. There is no integrity now. Look at what is happening. The guy should have stepped down with the no confidence vote. And then the guy should have stepped down when he appointed that fucking person who he knew had fucking sexual allegations against him. Yeah. Like, what, what, what the <clears throat> Fuck, man. And so, again, this is, sorry, go on. Again, I was going to say quickly, this is, you know, this is what I wanted to ask you the question of, of circling back. We we are facing at the moment another crisis. We've got the cost of living that's going up. Uh, wages aren't fucking moving. Some wages are. A lot of wages aren't. The um, national living wage has gone up, but so has the cost of fucking living. So what the fuck? So Fills you with well, indig indignation, doesn't it? it? It's ridiculous. So what I'm saying to you two is where have you two felt the cost of living yet and if you have where was it and why oh uh bro fucking bills like gas and electric um food the cost of food has gone up um you know just the, just the i mean condense it to what it is right it's the cost of living right it's in the name like the cost of everything that you need to pay for to live is going up yeah. But there's a barrier there for me. There was anyway, mate. It was because like, I've, I've still got a fucking bit of a stupid mindset from when I was a kid. But, you know, you hear about the cost of living. You hear about the fucking recession. How does it affect me? Do you know what I mean? Like, this is the first time that I've heard any any mention of anything like this. And I've been like, fuck me, wow. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. That's so actually affected me. Like, before, when we went through the recession, I was in school. I didn't really understand it. Mm. But this is like, wow, yeah, do you know what? Like, this is actually pretty fucking scary. I can't believe how much it's costing me to fill my fucking car up. Yeah, yeah, well, bro, how much it's costing me to, to you know, run everything in the house, like all the electrics and, and you know, the gas and the heating, like, luckily we're in we're in the summer right now, but you, you, you go sort of six, oh, well, uh, not even six months, you go three months into the future and we're going to start seeing a really cold winter and then, you know, we're really gonna feel the crunch. It's oh, gonna, really? it's gonna hurt. Have, have you felt it yet, bro? Stupid question, I know, but like, I'm just interested if you have. Where? Um. Well, 
sorry, I've got the news up and I'm just seeing things pop up all the time. Um, gas and electric, uh, yeah. 100%. But then that went up a while ago, like let's say a month or two ago, it shot up and then the government went, well, we'll give you 150 quid. I know. Well, I know. okay, but you've upped it by quadruple that. So does it really matter? Like that is like almost like a, a kick in the teeth. So gas and electric fuel prices are astronomically high. Um, again, I'm not going to quote this because I can't, I can't remember the stat. But the last time, I believe, that the fuel prices went up, like the percentage of increase, it's gone up. I think it went to like £1.20 a litre. We're now yeah. at over £2 a litre. Do you know how mad that is? Bro. It cost what, what? me over... I believe before it went to two quid, it cost me, uh, I think it was like a hundred, hundred flat, just before it went up to two. But it was about one ninety. It's going to cost me one hundred and twenty quid to fill up my car. Yeah. I used to do that every week and a half, two weeks. Mad. Do you know what? Do you know what is scary, right? I remember reading something. We know there's things happening overseas that are influencing the energy crisis. I really have to just, I have to butt in. Um, Rowena, Rowena Mason, the deputy political editor, editor at The Guardian, has just said number 10 sources have briefed in recent weeks that they thought, hang on, sorry, it's just loading, that they thought that Michael Gove was behind negative plotting against Johnson. Either they truly believed this or they were setting him up as a scapegoat. Bro, this is turning into a movie. Yeah. Bro, this is the movie. This is what I'm trying to tell people. What we're witnessing right now is, I someone who mentioned it was scripted earlier. This, this all to me, and I'm not going to go down the conspiracy path because that's not what uh, this is. What it's for. Wouldn't be surprised if this is all planned. This is like it says here. Boris Johnson called Michael to say he was sacked. That's like texting your ex girlfriend going, it's like. Who you've been know, yeah. together with for like 10 years and then all of a sudden it's like, yep, sorry, no. Like without any reason. It's almost yeah. as if to, like he had confidence in Boris Johnson and Boris Johnson had confidence in him, supposedly. And then now he's had all these things. It's like, yep, sorry, you're off. And I'm going to text you and do it or call you and do it. Do you know, what's scary, right? What's scary? And this is where I want to go next with this. In fact, is... before you just say that, do I'm it. not going to say about that example was really poor because he's a lot higher up. Is the power that man has that Boris Johnson has is a bit more than just texting a girl, I suppose. But my point was that, in my opinion, that's just not the way you do it. Yeah, um, no, no, exactly. When you're, right. when you're the prime minister, but yeah, sorry, carry on. I mean, this this comes back, doesn't it? It's what we was talking about. I mean, something that I remember reading was with the things that are happening overseas right now. The, the, the article I read, it said that gas and energy companies shouldn't take advantage of this to make extortionate amounts of money. And Agreed. Clearly, that's what's fucking happening. Do you know what I mean? It's absolutely... It, it, like, what, what it's a shambles. And, it's and again, embarrassing. It comes, but it comes back down to this whole fucking thing about acting with integrity. I feel we're missing that in the world right now, in the political landscape, in the business world. Where the fuck is people's integrity? And it's scary... Because what you're seeing is right. We had World War Two, yeah? Tragic, awful event that happened. 
There'd been many other wars in between there that have been tragic and awful in their respective countries. But you'd think, you know, when I was at school, you got taught about the war and it meant something to be English because that was just put into you from an early age. I'm not saying I believe that now. I respect anyone that's ever been in the armed forces. I really do. I've, I've got reasons for believing that myself um, from, from things that have happened in my family. But I respect anyone that serves for our country. It's, it, it's, it, it's, a, it's something that can't be done in, you know, people are putting their lives at risk. But we come from a Second World War. And, you know, we're meant to be like, oh, yeah, you know, we're England, we're a world-leading nation, we align with all the other nations in the world, we're up there, la, 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 la. Where the fuck has the integrity gone? Where's the self-respect gone? Because it's like you just said, Keith, now it's becoming about greed. Now it's becoming about, oh, look, there's an issue. How can I fucking exploit that? And it comes down to classroom tactics. It's like, you know, there's a kid over there, right? And the kid's fucking minted. He comes from a really rich family. And he's being bullied. He's being bullied at school. I know that I've got a bit of sway in the classroom, so I'm going to go over there and I'm going to protect him because it's the right fucking thing to do. But now you're in a classroom where people are looking at the kid like, I can make money out of this. You, get, you pay me and I'll protect you. That, that seems like what we're leading to. Scumbag fucking tactics. And then you've got people there that go, oh, it's good business though. Good for business. That, that, is the, that is the issue that we face with any kind of company that runs off um a necessity for life right so uh gas and electric companies their whole um business model is based on charging people to be able to live comfortably and it is it is um it is an issue with with the way that our society has developed and how we've developed as humans and we live in um you know because when you you go back thousands of years we were living in caves right no big yeah. deal we survived so it's no longer about survival um but well for some people it is you know like the the, the elderly um the people who can't take care of themselves you know they need they need uh you know a warm place to live um running water running that. water yeah so so um yeah it's it, I mean, it it's a tragedy it, it, that we're experiencing but it's and, it's and a, it's a running trend and it will never change. And this and this is where you know I've got the problem with things because, like you know, I know, I know the world doesn't work this way. It's a vicious place. Like the world the business is a vicious fucking thing. But there's no integrity at the moment. The integrity is just fucking vanished, and it's really upsetting. And you know you have to be steel towards it. You can't let it get the fucking better of you because unfortunately even though this is as bad as it is at the moment and we're affecting things in different ways, it's not like our country's been ravaged by war or there's been some massive fucking event, you know, natural or man-made, whatever, that's happening that's influencing the decision. But I think, you know, where I wanted to move next with um, this discussion is something that I mentioned to you two before we started speaking was that at the moment, and this, this rolls with our integrity uh, talk. Um, there's talks about reforming the, uh, the Bill of Rights in the UK and trying to, trying to um, bridge ourselves away from the European uh, Court of Human Rights, which I believe is based in France, in a place I can't pronounce. Kush, do you want to save me? Uh, Strasbourg. Uh, yes, yeah, 
Salzburg or something like that. Um, you know, it's interesting because it was originally founded in Italy, um, but really? is but is now based in in France. Yeah. Well, the one thing the, the one thing that I always hear about the European Union is Brussels. Everyone seems to be pissed off with Brussels. We're sending money over to Brussels, but with with what I'm talking about here, well, that's, we're not that's get speculation. Whole, but... Of course, it is. We're not going to get into the whole Brexit thing either. It's just uh, when when you start thinking about the European Union, Europe as general, that's usually what I see in papers and in news, which is pro whatever. Fuck that. But what when we're talking about you know the bill of uh, the bill of rights, it's scary that our government at the moment is trying to distance itself from the human the, the european human rights it was strasbourg by the way strasbourg it's scary that our government's trying to distance itself from the european court of human rights so we can start to govern ourselves and govern ourselves you know like as a, as a sovereignty or whatever and that's that's a really fucking scary thing because we've already got something called the Snoopers Charter, which officially is called the Investigatory Powers Act. And this allows state authorities to collect information about everything we do and say online and order private companies to store it. You can find that on libertyhumanrights.org.uk. That is the Investigatory Powers Act. So what does that really fucking say about your information and you know your freedom to to you know what you do with your fucking information because it's it's being stored by private fucking companies so with that in hand you've got a company you've got a, a government that's not acting with integrity at the moment you've got aspects of cronyism which i wouldn't say is even a conspiracy it's there to fucking be seen you can go and research it and look at it you've got a government that hasn't acted with integrity for the whole of the pandemic you know, they've literally made laws up and not done it themselves. They've literally fined businesses for fucking operating through the pandemic and they've carried on doing what they was doing. Ridiculous. And now you've got a reform of the fucking Bill of Rights and they want to fucking bridge away from the European Court of Human Rights so they can't interfere with the things they do over here. And we're not going to speculate what that could mean. Well, no, let's 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 say it how it is rather than than putting well, it in such a such a way that is when you say interfere. No, it's it's less than that. It's it's to the point of it's so that our um, sovereignty holds more power. Our supreme court holds um, it is like the primary uh, judicial system, not European court. I thought you were going to carry on there, bro. Sorry, I was taking a drink. You caught no, no, no. It's okay. Um, so it's so yeah. It's 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 less of like you know, so they can't interfere. It's more so that the sovereignty holds more prominence, and you know they still. I, I'm not defending this. It sounds like I'm defending it, but I'm not because I think it's a terrible idea. Um, but yeah, it's not so that they can't interfere. It's just that so our Supreme Court is the is the final word rather than European Court. And European exactly. law, but but with that, it's the point of if, Brexit, you know. Yeah, if that does happen, then then we lose access to the European human rights because to, to a point where well, we'll do it ourselves. Now that could be a great idea. We're generalising here. They yeah, are yeah, they yeah. are taking they are taking the majority of the European Human Rights Act. They are using the majority of that as a building block, right? They're just modifying certain things 
about the current UK. Uh, well, it will be the you know the the Great British fucking um, uh, act. Um, so so it's not it's not completely being rewritten. The course, the key word is it's been refined and reformed, right? There's things that they reformed. are changing. Yeah. But so so we need to be we need to be on the point of the facts of it, right? It's not it's easy to get like, oh shit, you know, they're 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 completely changing it and you know, all our rights are getting taken away. Let's talk facts here with this because this is a real important thing that 100%. we're gonna talk about. But what what I'm saying and the issue that I've got with this that I feel as as a fucking, you know, citizen of our country, is that that could be a great idea or it could be a fucking terrible idea reforming the Bill of Rights because look at the fucking integrity the government holds at the moment. Would you would you really want fucking them doing that? And what, what I mean by that is the people that are causing this absolute shitstorm to happen. Now, I'm not saying that, you know, it is a good idea. I'm not saying it's a bad idea, but I'm saying it's happening. It is happening. We've already got things like the Snoopers Charter that's in place that is collecting information and being held by private companies on what we fucking do. I've got a problem with that, personally. You know, members of my family have got fucking problems putting the credit card details into the fucking internet, even though that's safer than making payments um, in cash. Because at least if you make it through a, a, um, a decent salt like PayPal, you can pull your fucking money back. Do you know what I mean? Like, if you go pay cash to someone to, to build a wall in your fucking garden and you don't come back to finish the job, you're fucked. But, Just to interject uh, real quick, there's been another resignation. Danny Kruger well, has resigned following the sacking of Michael Gove because he said, very sorry indeed to hear that Michael Gove has been fired by the PM. As I told number 10 earlier today, it should be the PM leaving office. I am resigning as PPS. Anyway, continue. Sorry, I just needed to get that out of them. Needs to be fucking said, brother. But so what, what I'm saying is what's my problem here is that when you start to mess around with anything to do with human rights, be it reforms, be it fucking small modifications, there's always intent behind it. And, you know, we're not going to get into this with what that might be or speculate what it could be or couldn't be. People can research that if they need to. But I've got a problem with anything like that being fucking touched and messed around with by an incompetent government. And I've got every right to feel that fucking way. And that's not a conspiracy theory. I'm not saying that they're doing anything bad, but I've got a problem with anything like that being even looked into by a government that can put people in positions of power that have got allegations against them and act so fucking blase about it, lie about it, and then block out that matter. And and through the whole pandemic situation as well with the way that was fucking held. Do you know what I mean? So I, I think at the moment it's a bit of a fucking worrying time because, you know, we need a competent government in place to be able to navigate stuff like this. Because at the same time as well, it leaves us vulnerable to things. It leaves us vulnerable on the global scale to exploitation from other countries that might have different alternatives and or motives. And I'm not saying that's happening, but it doesn't look good. You know, we need to look strong. We need to look confident. We need to look fucking in place. That's something that we've always been. You know, we've we've held that fucking respect on a global scale. And at the moment, it's been torn away from us and it's really upsetting. But I think with this whole fucking reform of the Bill of Rights as well, that, that's a little bit worrying because I, I, I don't believe there's a competent... I mean, you know, you mentioned the word Brexit coup, so we're not going to get into that. But I, I see that on, on my news feed so fucking much at the moment. So much, especially with how it's affecting other countries that are within the UK. I'm not going to name names. So I don't live in those countries. But with the countries that make up the UK, I've seen how it's affecting certain places because that's a fucking mess as well at the moment. 
It's like, where are we going to get this competent government to come into place that's going to be able to lead us and direct us in the way we fucking need and make decisions that are going to better us for the future? That's all I fucking want at the minute. All I want is a government that's going to say, do you know what, I'm looking out for your best interests and I'm going to make sure that I'm doing everything I can to put that forward because you're a valued member of our society and I deserve that at the very fucking least. When I pay my tax, I pay my national insurance. Are we you know ever I mean? going to see that, bro? Are we, let's like be real. When in the history of the government has that ever happened? But, but that's, that's, that's the thing, isn't it? You know, for someone like me, who, you know, admittedly, I've always been quite anti about this stuff. That, that's the hope that you have to have because every fucking person that comes into the play of power gives a manifesto, right? The, the parties say, yeah, this, this, this and that. This is what we're going to do. This is what we're going to do. La, 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 la. And you just hope that you're going to get someone that's in power that's, that ain't going to be a fucking prick. As far um, as the government's concerned, mate, what is hope without substance? Like, when are we, yeah, we going to... When, when, when is it even... What is even worth putting the effort into hope for something good that will come out of the government? Do you know what? And I'm not, I know I'm sounding completely anti-government right now. I'm, I'm not necessarily completely anti-government, but, but I'm completely anti uh, the people who, you know, remain yeah. in power and have been in power. Let, let me just say one more thing. So I think this is really important to fucking say, and it should get people that are listening to this on the podcast, wherever you are in the world, to be involved in politics, even if you don't want to be, because believe me, I'm the last fucking person that feels this way. But um, I've had discussions with my with my mum before in the past. She She's very, very balanced with stuff like this. And, you know, when I was a kid, I was always like, mum, what's the fucking point in voting? It don't make a difference. And my mum was like, no, it doesn't matter, Matt. You have to vote because the day we stop voting, it becomes a dictatorship. Voting keeps a democracy. Even if you don't believe your vote counts, you have to vote because it stops that from happening. When I was a kid, I was like, I fucking don't care, whatever. As I've got older, I've really started to come to realize that's actually very important because even if we've got a voting system in place that we believe may work or may not work, I'm not saying that, but it stops a dictatorship from happening. That is so, so important. And when they're doing things like reforming, like, you know, the Bill of Rights or trying to mess with things that could have a direct impact on the way we are dealt with in this country. And by the way, if you're a law-abiding citizen, there shouldn't really be anything to worry about. Do you know what I mean? But when it comes to things like, you know, how am I going to get treated? Could this impact me in a certain way? Are we moving towards a more linear approach? It, it, you know, don't lose faith right now in, in, in the political system. I can't believe I'm saying those fucking words. All my days, but don't lose faith right now in the political system. If if it, it, it now more than ever it needs our attention, and we must 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 keep the voting system in place, because the the day that we stop doing that is the day we hand power over to whoever is in power and go, yeah, we don't fucking care. And I don't think that will ever happen. I think that when I've spoke about this to people in the past, old, young, in the middle, everyone gets mad passionate about the vote. Do you know what I mean? I think one thing that the government is fucking up with, and this is my personal opinion, is they're not really making it very fucking easy for the younger generations to have trust in government at the moment. We need that. <clears throat> we really need that. We can talk about people's names without being polit politically um, aligned with things. I think someone who did that very well was uh, Jeremy Corbyn, even if I don't be believe in, in his policies. That's my own personal opinion. I might do, I might not. But he did reach out to the younger generation. I remember that Stormzy brought him out at a festival. We need more things where 
whoever is going to be in power, whoever is going to be in the fucking seat that navigates us, I don't believe they're reaching out to the youth enough. I don't believe that they're reaching out to the youngsters enough and getting them involved, getting them excited about politics, making them feel passionate about the shit they're talking about. Well, the youth is the future of the country, right? And it's scary. It's fucking terrifying. Because at the moment, this is what I'm talking about, the, um, the power of the vote. You know, what happens if they completely disconnect? Do you know what I mean? You'd think, really, that that should be one of the most fucking to-do lists ever. When I was in school, I didn't even know how the fuck you get into politics. I've no idea how you'd even enter it. I never looked into it. I wasn't interested. Nepotism. No, I'm only joking. I'm only joking. You can study it at uni. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it wasn't pushed onto me the fucking same way that no one taught me how to use a credit card. Or how to build up a good credit score. Well, let's not let's 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 not get yeah, into yeah, the yeah, whole yeah, yeah. debate of how bad schooling is. Um, I love school, man. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you, fair, fair enough, fair <laughs> enough to have uh, to have a stance on it. But but let's get back to the point of what yeah, yeah, we're uh, yeah. what we're talking about. Um, Turn it. So, you know, I I just want to I just because I mean we've been you know we've been going for nearly 70 minutes now um i just want to kind of slowly start to wind things down but i've got a question for everyone um and this is kind of where we where we kind of get our personal feelings out about everything um and i just want to ask you how has the last 48 hours in politics made you feel and um obviously we've gone into deep dives about facts and things like that but this is how you know this is this is our country's leadership um and this is you know it's really hard to put this into words without getting emotional about it but these are the people who keep everything turning right with a collapse of a government comes a collapse of economy uh comes a collapse of imports of foods and goods you know what then um, so I'm trying not to get too emotional about that, but um, I'm going to start with Johnny. I want to know how um, how the last 48 hours in politics has made you feel. Uh, for me, it's I'm excited in a sense that uh, I've I've been calling this sort of thing for a long time. I will discuss off podcast off this podcast um the things that I would, would say but I, I will not I will, I'm not going to do it live um so to me it's almost like everything that I've said is now coming into fruition um I've spoken to people who I'm not going to mention their names on this podcast um who have said that this sort of thing is going to happen and it's going to be a snowball effect um when the first person goes they will all go well, that's what's happening right now. And this isn't something that was said to me a couple of weeks ago. This is something that's been said to me for a long, long time. Um, in term, in A long time as in since Boris has been in power. Um, it's something that's needed to happen. It's something that has to happen right now. So, like like I've said, and I, I'm, I will say this openly, like, I do not want Boris in power of this country. So, and and again, as I said earlier in the chat, I um, I don't think I'm the only person that agrees on that point. 
And I'm not saying that my opinion is right or it's wrong. I'm not saying that I will respect anyone's opinion 100%. I'm not about that. But what I am saying is that this is needed. We need a change. So I think this is the start of something quite exciting. And I think, you know, for me, I'd like someone for like a backseater to come into power. Um, someone that can have completely different standpoint on the whole thing. So, you know, hopefully bring in like reduce the fuel tax because you pay for fuel you put 100 quid in your fuel tank and half of it is tax anyway so that needs to change bring that back down to normality we we need to bring back england basically and brit or britain even because it's it, the the thing we are it's a joke it's an embarrassment we are a joke to many countries i, I listen to a lot of podcasts and a lot of people in america you say that the, the shit that's going on in England is an absolute joke, and I'm like, yeah, it is. I don't, I don't want to. I don't. Like Moen said earlier, he's proud to be British in a sense of the football team, which I hundred percent agree with, even though we are shit. Um, but like, I'm, I'm not proud of our government at all. And that's why I'm really excited because I believe that change, a good change is coming, which I've been holding on to for a long time. We can pray. Um, but yeah, that that is my, uh, that's how I've been feeling the last 48 hours. I'm, I'm, I'm still shocked, by the way, when I see these things come up on the news. Um, yeah. But at the same time, I'm not because it's like, this is, of course, this is going to happen. Moen, how do you feel? That's really well said, Johnny. Um... I don't feel surprised um, that it's gone to shit. I feel very surprised with how it's happening. Um, I feel an element of, of, of fucking... I feel a bit fearful, to be honest. Because it's like, well, this is already affecting me. The cost of living's affecting me. You know, fucking... All of that shit's affecting me. How is this going to fucking affect me? How is this going to influence that? So I feel, I feel a bit fearful. Um, I remember I've watched countries have their economies collapse, and it's terrifying. I hope that doesn't happen here. I don't think it will. Um, just because it seems that we have, you know, we do have money in this country. Um, I don't mean that in a snobby way. A lot of these countries where their economies collapse, they have to have bailouts from different countries, and it all goes fucking absolutely south. Um, so I don't think my fears at that level. But I, I do fear fearful because it's like, what does this mean? What what comes next? What happens now? Where do we go? It's uncharted territory. There's, there's a bit of a sinister side of me. I don't know if you feel this way, Johnny, but yeah, a bit of me does feel excited because it's like, fucking hell, it's going off. But that's probably more of a self-destructive side of me. It's a very low percentage. But the most thing that I definitely feel is just absolute fucking anger at the way that everything is being held like it's a fucking joke or like we don't matter our opinion doesn't mean anything and these and certain people can just do whatever the fuck they want and it and they believe it's not even that big of a deal um before i pass this over to you because i can tell you one fact the only good thing right now in number 10 is larry the cat they should just give larry the cat power and for those that don't know larry the cat is the official mouse catcher of number 10 you can google that shit on that line got a lot of respect for that cat 
Larry the cat needs to take control of that fucking house. That house. That house. I went to say house and home and it came out Scottish. There's a moose loose in the house. But yeah, that's how I feel, Brad. How are you feeling? I mean, you two have, um, you know, you've you've summarised it pretty well. I think there's 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 multiple sort of uh, emotions coming from the the current political state of our government. Um, I think the one thing that um, you you both said is excited, and and part of me is part of me is also fearful because we're going into uncharted territory. We've never really been here before. There is um there is anger within the um the Tory party towards someone who they thought they could trust um to the point which has never been seen before in government in in our in the history of our government um the one thing that neither of you mentioned which I am quite happy about is the solidarity of the uh tory p uh the tory um party members um actually standing up for kind of not necessarily standing up for what's right but but admitting when their leader is is at a point of incompetency which yeah. is that's that is in part reassuring um uh, and in equal part distressing because he's the leader of our country and is 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 stood solid in a position where he's like no i'm not leaving like you know fuck that i'm staying in um so you know part of me is is scared because of that but then you know what else can we do really like we the people don't have the power to 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 uh induce um an early election this is all down to the government within itself to uh to dictate that and i guess you know the next sort of however it's impossible to gauge a time frame of, of what's going to happen um and when it's going to happen but you know um this is why being patient is uh is a virtue right now because we just need to see how things go before we bring this to a close, I've got one question I want to ask you, Frey. And I okay. think it's really interesting that none of us have mentioned this. Since I've been a kid, I've always tried to empathise with someone who's in the wrong. Just, you know, like fucking out of a more of a psychological perspective. Can I feel empathy for that person? If this person's wrong and he knows he's in the wrong and he's done something wrong, can am I able to empathise with that person? Is there any way I can see this through their eyes and maybe try and take an understanding of what went wrong and use that to empower myself and build myself, you know, if I was find myself in a similar situation. Does anyone feel any empathy towards Boris? Because nope. I'll be honest with you, no. I, 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 I literally can't. And I really, I, I've been trying to. Not because I support him, because I'm not fucking out, he's got a really tough job. If he had been a can't. decent person from the start and not been a liar and not made a mockery of the British people, well, I can't. then I would, you know, be in a situation where I'd be saying, you know, well, it's a shame that, you know, no one's sort of supporting him, like his, even his own party are turning the back on him. But the fact of the matter is he has been a poor leader in many situations that this country has faced over the last however many uh, months, especially, well, you know, since 2019, right? Since his turn in power, um, 
you know, he he has made a mockery of the British public. Um, he has lied. He has deceived. And that, in turn, leaves me in a position where I have no empathy or sympathy for the man. And I think he needs to check himself before he wrecks himself. Proof. And, and on that bombshell, ladies and gentlemen, we are now going to bring this one to an end. So, friends at home listening, thank you so much for tuning in. We really hope you've enjoyed this uh hopefully one of a kind political debate that we've had tonight um because it's not it's never a pleasant uh topic to talk about especially when your country is going through a, a, quite an intense uh, crisis um you know it's 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 never a nice thing to have to talk about but it's what we do um so we appreciate your patronage and your time and we have been the Giggle Bites, and I have been Coos. Johnny's been Johnny. I've indeed. Thank you again. Moen has been Moen. And a pleasure to be here, boys. And you have been fantastic. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. We'll see you in the next one.